Hello and welcome to the Kangaroo English Daily Digest podcast. My name is Christian and today is Monday, best day of the week. <laughs> um, before we begin, I just want to say that if you want to support this podcast and support free English education, then you can become my patron on Patreon. You'll find the links to that plus links to my Facebook group and Instagram and YouTube channel and everything else at my website, kangarooenglish.com. So let's start with today's word of the day, which might sound a little bit strange, might sound like a strange word, and it is higgledy-piggledy, higgledy-piggledy. <laughs> it's an adjective and... It basically means something that happens not in an orderly way. Something maybe a bit chaotic or disorganized or not straight. Now, why would such a strange sounding word come to represent those things? Well, the key is actually in, in the second part of the word, in the higgledy Piggledy, because the word came from the word pig. So if you think about what, what a pig does, like, like all other animals, well, you know, a pig does things in a kind of random, chaotic, disorderly fashion. So, you know, a pig doesn't, doesn't eat <laughs> in, in any kind of organized way. It doesn't uh, have an organized routine life. You know, it's a pig. So, you know, it's um, rolling around in the mud and um, oinking and being made into delicious bacon sandwiches. You know, that, that's the life of a pig. And so something which is higgledy-piggledy is kind of in the same way that the life of a pig is a bit, a bit disorganized and chaotic. Well, also it can be used to describe higgledy-piggledy things in in our lives. Um, and also this is an example of something called reduplication. So in English, along with a lot of other languages, we like to, we like to use reduplication to show, um, to show that, to show certain characteristics of words. So, by 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 duplicating those sounds we can give an idea that something is less serious or something is is we're contrasting one thing with another thing or also that we're making the word a bit more soft a bit more babyish right like um higgledy piggledy has a kind of fun informal kind of feeling about it right you know Higgledy piggledy. It's not. We're not saying. Oh, it's it's chaotic, which sounds more much more kind of literary and serious. No, we're saying it's higgledy piggledy. It's more more fun. And and you know, mothers do this with their children when they're talking. They instead of saying um, that it's a dog or a canine, they might call it uh, doggy woggy. <laughs> Um, and if the child needs to go to the toilet, they might say the child needs a wee-wee or a poo-poo. Um, in fact, in other languages, like in, in Finnish, for example, 
um, food is is koti, but if it's real food, you know, serious food, then we say koti koti, <laughs> which which means that you know we're not talking about food, we're talking about food food, right? Which is another example of 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 reduplication, another way that we can use it. Um, now, I'm going to talk more about reduplication in a future podcast, but what I actually wanted to talk about more was the way that mothers talk to their children, the way that mothers use this this reduplication. Um, now, I know that a lot of people dislike intensely, they hate the way that mothers talk to their children in this language, which some people call motherese. So, like, yeah, when mothers say doggy woggy or kitty cat or do you want to whittle Sammy, do you want to whittle, whittle Sammy Wamich <laughs> instead of a sandwich or do you want to go to the parky walk? And a lot of people hate that kind of talk, but the science tells us that, 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 that motherese is actually really good for children. It really helps them to to catch those important sounds because you know when when mothers are, are talking in that way, they are exaggerating the sounds that are necessary for those children in the future, um, and it, that repetition as well is is great. And and you know when when children are learning to speak, when babies are learning to speak, if if you've ever been around children or had children. They do a lot of that themselves, the repetition of that. Ma, 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 ga, go, go, go. <laughs> you know, it, it's an essential part of them practicing the those sounds that, that they'll use in the future. And that, that kind of brings me to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is this really, this really interesting paper, which is not published yet. It'll be published soon. Um... Uh, from some people from Columbia University, uh, the and also from uh, well, all from Columbia University actually, and it's called "Socioeconomic Disparities in Language Input Are Associated with Children's Language-Related Brain Structure and Reading Skills." And basically, um, they they showed it, it's it's another piece of evidence that shows that. It's really, really, really important to talk to your children. Now, I've I've talked about this subject in a previous podcast, but um, but essentially, um, the more that you talk to your children, the more and the more that you give them opportunities to talk as well, the more likely they are to be successful later in life and also to be more intelligent. So the amount that you speak to your children has a massive effect on their future. And, and unfortunately, this, this report, this, this new publication, shows that, um, shows that children from low socioeconomic status backgrounds, so basically poor children, their parents speak to them less and also listen to them less. And so therefore, they grow up to have uh, less opportunities in the future and to also be less intelligent because, you know, intelligence is a result of, of kind of hard work and, and study and curiosity and all those things. And 
you know, when when you have a limited ability, a limited language ability, a limited um, kind of cognitive interest, you know, when when people don't listen to what you have to say and people don't talk to you about interesting things, well, your, your curiosity is dampened. And this kills this kills your this kills your opportunities to become intelligent through hard work and through through study and through curiosity. And um, what it tells us, if, if you're listening to this and you do have children, it's really important that you you speak to them a lot and let them speak. It doesn't have to be about anything profound. It's not about content. It's about it's about you know, it's it's not about quality. It's about quantity. Speaking to them a lot is is important. Um, but but what's also really interesting is this this also applies to adults. You know, so um, if if you're a disadvantaged person, and and the chances are that 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 you are, because most of the people who live on the planet are disadvantaged in in a lot of ways. Um, you know, something really important that you can do for yourself is to just take the opportunity to listen and to speak and engage in conversation and not to to find yourself in a trap of just watching television, of, of staying inside, being alone, um, of, of not not making the most of every opportunity to to be stimulated and to find ways to spark your curiosity um, because because all of those things all of those things decide your future and, and especially with language learning so take 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 some time today to to just um, go and do something that you're curious about and push yourself a little bit and have some fun with it. <clears throat> well, I hope that you enjoyed uh, this uh, Daily Digest. Uh, this, this Daily Digest podcast is now daily rather than every couple of months. <laughs> and um, I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. I'm Christian. This is Kangaroo English, and I'll see you in class. <laughs>